Hope your Thursday's uh, going great. Phone number to reach us, Waddle and Sylvie, 312-332-3776. Again, listen to us many different ways. ESPN 1000. Been here for 25 years now. It's uh, our 25th year anniversary. Uh, 100.3 HD2. That's a new way to get us on the FM side. If you got HD radio on your um, newer car, enable it and uh, go to 100.3. Click it up one, and then you can get us on uh, Crystal Clear HD. Or uh, check us out on the ESPN Chicago app. Also, a new Crosstalk Unhinged just dropped yesterday. All four of us back together after Yurko was gone last week. Um, in uh, Florida. Boy, he was in a mood today. Yes, he was. He was in a mood today. He was he like the good kid can be from time to time. Yeah. Are we seeing the good kid tonight? Or is, no. He's he was giving us like one of them. Uh, maybe. I, I would bet on him being at the uh, holiday party, the non-holiday holiday party, or the, your pre-Easter slash pre-spring break party, whatever you're calling it. Mm-hmm. We're gathering today as a, uh, as a unit, as a... Uh, as a company, as a radio station, as friends, and okay. I would, I would, yeah. I would gamble that he would be there. Okay, what would you say? I think it's fifty-fifty. It's a long drive for him, but I would maybe sixty-forty. Yes, I think the good kid is always. I hope he's there because he he lightens the events. Yeah, and I mean that in a good way. Like he doesn't he usually do a prayer for the meal. Uh, yes, I don't think there's a meal, is there? I think there is food. I, know, I don't know if it's like, a sit-down meal, yeah. but there is food. Well, he is a license. He can marry you if you feel like you would like to go through the process again. There's, there's, yeah. renew our vows. Whatever, the Johnny the Good Kid is officially legally able to do that for you. Yeah, there's been uh, there's been many many years. Danny and I were reminiscing about holiday parties. Um, where once you wore the lampshade? Just once? A couple times. There was one time where we went to an after party across the way where the, we got kicked out of the room, not because of behavior. Was I throwing spoons and stuff? You No, you were doing your spoon, spoon trick. Yeah, I was, yes, that's true. What was but that we were at? really loud. You were on your spoon. You, 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 you were... You were doing your spoon trick. What's your spoon trick? I can trick? actually take spoons and hang them from my nose and my ears. Can you it's try, really, like, it's really can you get a talent. Spoons? It's a talent. Yeah, really wait, do, do you like breathe on them? Yeah. And then, yeah, okay. Yeah. You want to do a spoon off with them? Can you do that too, Charlie? I can do it on my nose. I don't think I can do it on my ear. Charlie and I are not spooning. You guys want to have a contest so you could last for We're not going to spoon. We, we used to do this at dinner when we were kids, and my parents used to get so mad at us. I think uh, Jim Pastor was getting so mad at me that night, wasn't well, he? that wasn't all you were doing. It wasn't because of the spoons. Well, you were what then, else was I doing? You were then taking ice out of your oh, drink. Yeah, and throwing it And at you people. were whipping at people. Yeah. I think we're at, like, the bar across the street. It's, from- called, it's called booze dodgeballs, what it is. You just got to dodge the ice. Nothing like a round of booze dodgeball. Yeah. If you I'm can dodge the ice, you can dodge a ball. That's right. There dodge was, a wrench, too, right? There was another year Danny and I were reminiscing where Carm, I think, was like, he went from zero to 100 then again. And we're going to touch base with Carm, find out how his colonoscopy went. There's a funny story to come out of it, too. Um out of his butt? You'll have to tune in at 4.30 and find out. We did the pre-show, fist, uh, pre-show video with him. And, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> why? 
the, the, the fist fight. You didn't even. You didn't even give it the fight. It just. It was just. What? Never mind. Keep yeah, going. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> Carmen, I think picked Danny up and threw him. What? He got like I think he got mad at him or something like that. Back when like, Carmen was like, uh... screwing around and they were like. Uh, wrestling or something, and then Carmen got mad, I think. You remember when I was throwing, uh, or was it me, or was it Delavid throwing fruit? Yeah. And it, when it gets uh, to the wall. All over the Chicago co- yeah. wallpaper. That was, that, I think that was Delavid. Yes, that well, was. I think I picked that fight, but then he took it to a... Our former boss. Yeah. Uh, took it to a level that well, it didn't need to go to. do you to. remember what that was over? I was just telling Charlie. And, yes, and it was it, about the size of steaks. We, uh, David Flom in Chicago Cut pulled a prank. On our old was boss. Was it really a prank? I, I don't know, but it was funny. It was like... Funny if you had the ribeye or the bone-in we, filet. We had the bone-in filet. So our good friend David Flom, everyone got a, uh, like a, a, a petite filet, I think, right? That was on the menu. It was filet or a piece of fish. And, and then, like, you got sides and everything like that. So Flom... Hooked us, hooked us up. His friends, Yurko, you, Carmen, me, with the big bone-in fillets, and then he got the smallest petite fillet for Delavit, who was sitting next to us. He was pissed, and it must have been a three-ounce fillet. Yeah, it looked like a quarter. <laughs> looked like it, it looked like it, it looked like it was the size of a quarter. And he went nuts, very angry. I'm the boss. What am I getting this for? That was good. Starting to throw stuff. So what will happen tonight? Well, I'm not. I, I'm driving and I'm not going to be partying. So I'm not winning the. I, I will pass the baton if, in fact, I ever had it for the Lampshade Award. That will not be me. No, I'm not doing that. Maybe you tonight. No, I think there's a new. Uh, there's the new level of, of the, the youngness. On our staff, I believe it will be one of our younger friends. I believe it will be in the Tyler Aki group. The Tyler. I don't see Charlie, Tyler winning that, that Jake, award. Sonny, Travis. I'm looking at you, Chuck. That group. I'm you have to carry the you. mantle, Charlie. The new, I believe I'm looking at you, Chuck. It's not going to be Jake. I know that. <laughs> no, but I think we need to make it, Jake. There's a new no. generation here in the ESPN 1000, and I believe it will be one of, one of those people. Really? I do. Okay. Good luck, guys. Meantime, no Ab- luck needed. Abdallah uh, had a, had a baby two two weeks ago. He went to a concert last night, and tonight he's going to a party. Well, like no baby ever happened. No. <laughs> he, he and his wife obviously have a very understanding relationship. It's incredible. Uh, Charles in uh, Wisconsin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Charles? Charles. Fellas, I'm here. How we doing? Good. What's How up? you doing? What's on your mind? Good, good. Hey, long-term uh, fans of you guys and following you forever. Uh, Sylvie, awesome job. Color, you know, covering local media. Waddle, you're the man as far as Bears nostalgia. Um, wanted to hit on a couple things, and I'm going to try to get this as efficient as possible. So I think from the projection of where the, you know, uh, teams look, I think quarterback, right, the hardest position in all the sports. So we've got Justin Fields. I get really frustrated with listening to sometimes local media. I know you guys got to cover, you know, time, but he hasn't had anything. So I think it's too early to kind of put out the, the finished product of Justin Fields unless we surround him with weapons. 
After that, I would say the White Sox because the Central's so easy um, and, and not too good, but I don't trust Reinsdorf, who owns the Bulls and the White Sox. So that kind of puts them in a dead, even kind of place of nowhere. And then, so I would say the Cubs, just because of the fact they have a history of spending money, so I'll put them in that two spot. And then the Hawks, let's just hope for Bedard. I'm going to hang up, listen to you guys. Uh, appreciate it. A fan of yours from Eau Claire. Uh, support our baseball team. I'm the head coach there. All there right. Good luck. Very good, Charles. Thanks for the call. Charles. We, 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 were talking, uh, we were talking about uh, the collective badness from 2022 in the record at 45% win total. Like uh, cumulative with all of our teams, all five of our teams collectively, rather not cumulatively, but collectively, their win percentage is forty five percent. Yes, all their games in twenty twenty two. I think we just had he had the Bears one, the Cubs two. I had the the Cubs one and the Bears two. That's what I did. I they've been there, they've done that. They're further along on their rebuild. There's more like they had a good second half, and they've added to that already. There's more of a track record from Jed. There's more of a track record from the owner. Say what you want about the owner. There's more of a track record from the owner. Yeah. So listen, you're not you, you you're you're not picking the Celtics over the Red Sox or the Patriots here. Like you're you're filtering through the trash for the for you know mm. lack of better terms. Are we dumpster diving. Well, we are, aren't we? Yeah. In, in terms of. Ranking our teams and, and, and the confidence in them being able to be legit contenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't give any of the teams here in town a legit contender label, would you? No. I wouldn't. I'm not giving any of the teams in this town, I wouldn't give them the label of legitimate contender. The Cubs may have a chance to compete for a wild card spot. Well, I would say the is same for the Sox, Sox as well. Have a chance. But is that a legitimate contender? No, they, you know, unless unless some things really click for the White Sox. I mean, like again, I'm I'm thinking if you are you are on the, the fringe of of competing for a wild card spot, to me, is you're not a contender. Yeah, uh, see, Red Fred, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Freddie? Long time no talk. Hey guys, it's great to to catch up with you. You know, I listened to the pod yesterday, and I heard you say, Sylvie that you wouldn't trade Patrick Williams because of Lori's progression in Utah to all-star level. Well, not just so because like of that. You, not just because well, of yeah, that. Well, yeah, but that's, the, that's, I think, the primary reason, right? Well, so I'd like and, to ask and, you, you're, and you're selling low. Like, I don't believe that his value right now would get you a part that would be worth anything else. You're, you're getting someone else's uh, piece that they don't like. Uh, uh, and so, like, I would just rather uh, try to develop my piece instead of selling low on him. So I disagree wholeheartedly. Let me explain why. As a young player in Chicago, who do you think, out of those two players, just Laurie and Patrick, as Chicago Bulls, who showed more flashes of greatness? Well, of course. Larry Lowry Markinen had, had some really good moments uh, early Do you think on most in his career. Bulls fans agree with that? I bet you if you ask the average Bulls fan, but let me just throw some context here. As a 21-year-old in Chicago, Lori Markkinen, in 52 games, he averaged 18 points and nine rebounds. Do you know how many times this year in 47 games Patrick Williams scored more than 18 points? Twice. Once. Once. How many times? Maybe it is twice. It's, I thought it was once. He's, he averaged more guessing. than nine rebounds. 
he had more than uh, nine rebounds once. What Lori averaged. No, I know. They're not. This, look, I'm, I'm not saying. My point is, again, Fred, is I don't want to see him go somewhere else and say, oh, why didn't we hold on to him? Like, if you trade Patrick Williams right now, happen. Fred, what are you getting for Patrick Williams? You can get Jay Crowder. For, for Jay just Crowder Patrick right Williams? Now. What is that doing? We've and all- he hasn't played all year, has he? he he's a better vet power forward who rebounds, who's tough, who defends just as well. Who We've already taken the path. I don't understand why that we're still like, we're kind of like towing the line between, hey, we have these young players and we have these vets. We traded everything. I know, but you're adding we, Jay we Crowder. No Jay Crowder hasn't played this year. Am I correct on that? Has he been holding he out? He has not played because uh, of a contract uh, right, right. with the Phoenix. Zone. So you're going to add a player who hasn't able played to all year who's an older veteran who used to be, be a good three and D guy to a team that's going nowhere? To go nowhere, like what? What? What are you doing? What? What? What is the no, plan? No, no, no. If Lonzo, yeah, here's the plan. If Lonzo Ball comes back and you have a legit player at the power forward position, a guy who actually rebounds, not in single digits like Patrick, but actually rebounds. I think you're going to have a team that can. So you with are. Any you are actually, need. Fred. You are actually. You're hanging your you're, hopes on on Lonzo Ball being healthy, something that hasn't happened. You're doubling happened. down. You're doubling down. Like, well, listen, you were, saying, where did we We went from enthusiastic <laughs> Fred screaming Red Leviathan to now asking us to trade a 21-year-old player for Jay Crowder who hasn't played this year. What, let, like, let me really? just throw this out. Tommy, these same conversations were going on in Boston last year, if you recall Boston, that throughout the year. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did you just compare this Bulls team to that Celtics team? You got it. We're not as far away as you think. We need to upgrade at the four, get ball back, and we're cooking with gas. I'm telling you, we're not as far away as you think. We beat all these good teams this year. We're struggling against the bad teams, but I think when is getting ball a coming back? That rebound, Fred. When is ball I, coming back? Twenty twenty four. I saw him drunk when... on Instagram. My sources tell me he'll probably be back. Well, probably next year. But is it, I'm hoping for the miracle, and he comes back in March. Uh, That's what on. I'm hoping for. You should see him. You should go to the next slide and watch him run on the treadmill, Fred. How'd you like that fourth quarter performance from Zach against the Pacers? <laughs> It was a nightmare. I will admit this, and that's something about I always say the Bulls offense is optimized with the ball in DeMar DeRozan's hands, hands when it matters. Zach should play off ball and just knock down shots. But he's got the issue with his hand. I mean, it's affecting it's him. I, I think it's always something. There's always an issue with his hand. You know what? I can tell you right now, if we wanted to trade Zach Levine, we could do that with the Lakers for their two picks in 27 and 29. I'm 100% certain they would do that. I would explore that because I don't that's think the Zach Lowe would fall said. off as far as you would. You were listening yeah, that's to exactly the, what Zach Lowe yeah, said. yeah, that's yeah. all you're doing now. You're do, you're pulling a cap. You listen to the My Zach Lowe. You You listen to the I'm Zach Lowe podcast and you parroted Hold that and you called it Polly your sources. What are you doing, Sylvie? I got an actual tweet. Red Leviathan, Red Leviathan. About, about that. Red about Leviathan, that Red Leviathan. <laughs> hey, it's, I still believe in a Red Leviathan. Red you know Leviathan, what, I'm going to call Red back Leviathan. in March, and you guys are going to be like, yeah, you know, you guys were making fun of me back in the day when it, when it was the uh, the three alphas, and I was right. We won two you, first you round were wrong. games. <laughs> they, they, I was absolutely right. It was a, gen- gonna have to clean it was a my gentleman's sweep. Kid. We were a thumb injury away from a title. 
We're a thumb injury away from the title. Red you know Leviathan, Red Leviathan. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Have a friend. good day. Godspeed. I got to yeah, hit the same road. Too. Bye. Come on. That was a good parrot. You do a good parrot. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a low bar. <laughs> that was really no, low that bar. Was that was good. That made me laugh. Sure. You have raised the bar, uh, in fact. another, take another laugh. <laughs> Value laugh added. Yeah. Value added right yeah, there. Yeah. I never knew that you did a 16 what? years together. I never knew you did a parrot. Well, being, doing the parrot is not like... It's not hard. <laughs> it's not a hard imitation. Again, the bar is really low for that. <laughs> All-time great uh, parrot impression. Do we have one here? I think that's that's Waddle, yeah. right? I, I don't think anybody else has attempted it. Like I said, there's no there's it's no the track Mount Rushmore. People want to people want to trash uh, C Red Fred Ryan and Mount Prospect. You want to go after C Red Fred? I'm a, listen. I'm a Celtics fan. I love Jay Crowder, but if I, if I was the Suns and I was offered Patrick Williams for Jay Crowder, I would kick it a number one pick just so nobody started an investigation. That is an absolute travesty of a trade. I cannot believe that somebody who is not drink day drinking, I would hope. Called in and said that's a good idea. The guy hasn't played all year. You want to tell me he's better than Patrick Williams? I mean, come on, that's a that had, that had to be a joke, right? You guys listen to him all the time. That's a joke, right? He wasn't being serious. Red Leviathan. Red <laughs> Leviathan. Oh I think Marcus in Minneapolis wants to rip someone. Uh, Marcus, uh, you want to go after him too? Oh my God, man! This guy, C. Red Fred, is a joke, man. I had to unfollow him on Twitter. He's a nice guy. Guys. He's a nice man. No, he just no, got I, some delusional basketball thoughts. In in that sense, I'm not saying yeah, that. I don't know I him know, as a person. I'm talking about basketball. But Red he gave a statement about he gave a statement about Patrick Williams scoring 18 points one time. He didn't provide full context. He's playing with three All Stars as opposed to Lowry played with I don't even remember Wendell Carter and Chris Dunn. So of course he was able to get up way more shots. Like, provide full context, and that Jay Carter take was stupid. Ban him for two weeks from taking calls. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Marcus. All right, speaking of uh, fun guys, here's Big C. Oh, who Big I, C is back! <laughs> Big C. I was about to go hey, for hey. Yeah, hey. Check it out. Hey, Waddle. Hey, Waddle, what's good? I can't wait. I'm going to tell you, I can't wait to what? February the 10th with a Super Bowl? February, well, wait, when is the Super Bowl? When is the Super Bowl? I can't. Two weeks from Sunday, the 12th. Week. The 12th. I can't wait the next week. When and when Brock Purdy gets into the Super Bowl, I can't wait. Yeah, I, you I know what? Can't I can't wait, wait either because I'm a 49er fan. I can't wait, and then it go it go I'll go all back to what I said. The most important position is Nick Bosa. Okay, but let me get back. Whoever that guy that called earlier talking about uh, defenses don't win championships. Man, y'all just sit there and let him get away with that, right? Well, well, Big C, I mean, who was in the Super Bowl last year? What you mean, Aaron Donald? It was lo- it was the Rams. Time, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. It was the Rams and the Bengals, right? Both of them were middle of the pack defensively in yards and points per game. Now, here you go with these stats, these crazy stats. At the last play, well, the there game, is there nothing the more. Pick. There is nothing really more. Oh. Conclusive Watch, than a full seventeen game season Watch, where points per game are part of it. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, cut it out. Aaron Donald made the stop to end the game. Tape was wide open with his hand waving. I, I, down you the know, I, and 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 I'm sorry to tell you this, Big C. In this era of football, where the rules lean towards the offensive teams, having a all, all having that media talk. Having a, better, having a better offense than defense is going to carry you further in today's game. That's just reality. No, 
that's media talk. Hey, you know what? You can see how many bets did you lose off quarterback not going over like 240 and pass? Listen, there's nobody, there, there's, nobody, there's nobody in their right mind, Big C, that is going to tell you that defense isn't important. Defense is important, but this is a it's game where sports. you have to score a lot of points as well. Like, that's just okay, the game. Okay, the game well, has shifted in that baseball. direction. Oh, baseball, you have to have a stop. Why do you have to bring in the closer? When you, when you play it, when you're away, or whatever, whichever the case is, you have to bring in the closer, right, to get stopped, right? Yeah, there is a role for a closer in baseball, yeah. I'm saying, but you have to play defense. Defense wins championship. Oh, jeez. Really, like, no way around. Like, see, what, what you're doing, Big C, though, is, is you're looking at me and you're saying, Waddle doesn't believe good defense is important. Of course I believe good defense is important. But we're not playing it's in 19... We're not playing in 1990 anymore. This but game, the rules, the rules favor Who's offense. That's the rules. Name me one stats team that didn't have what, superior what, defense. What? That, what stats and rules? Add me one team that didn't have a superior defense that won a Super Bowl. Uh, the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs that beat the 49ers. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Cut it out, Walter. Chris Jones. That's one name. They weren't an elite defense, Big C. He's they were, a, they won game the game changer. with it. They won the game, game because of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, more, even more so than Chris Jones. <laughs> Chris Jones. Oh. So you think Miss Big Bosa. C could be? You think that that Chris Jones is more important to the, to the Chiefs than Patrick Mahomes? Oh, you don't think he probably the second Mahomes? Oh, no, 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 no. I asked you a question. Well, I'm playing your role now. I answer my question. Who's more important to the Chiefs, Chris Jones or Patrick Mahomes? Okay, then who more important? Oh well, my God! You <laughs> just you can't do it. You can't allow yourself I'm to answer that question. Okay, well then there you go. So you just said you just said that offense is more important than defense in today's game because the most okay. important player well, on the field when, is the quarterback. What you going to say when Brock, when Brock Purdy be in the Super Bowl? What are you going to say? We're going to say that they well, have say, the yeah. best offensive-minded coach in the entire NFL. <laughs> Big C, oh, big, C big, big, big C, Big C, Big C. Would you not also? Yes, the San Francisco 49ers led the league in, in points allowed this year. You also have seen what the San Francisco 49ers have done on offense this year, haven't you? Like since Brock Purdy took over, they were averaging over 30 points per game. Hey, Brock Purdy is a good quarterback. He's a quick thinker. You know, he, he got he confident. <laughs> but Brock Purdy's going to be in the Super Bowl. Okay, so but, 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 have, but, right, but, 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 it's because Nick the, Bosa, the, Nick Bosa. <laughs> the 49ers averaged, what did they average this year? Hello? Yeah. Oh, you know, we're, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Okay, cause don't be trying, cause you'll get me off line to say something a little slick, like you try to do with the Mark Andrews little take. You know, no, 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 First of all, and it was a weird argument because I would tell Something you that, that the Ravens haven't done a good enough job putting enough weapons in that offensive huddle. And Big CS, name one guy who is a difference-making weapon in the Ravens huddle. And I told him Mark Andrews, and he just started giggling. And then I had to tell Big C that Mark Andrews wasn't just a pro bowler. He was an all-pro. And then he just, you started laughing again, but the point that I made and the answer I gave you was 100% accurate. 
I answered you, your question. You got to understand what a quarterback, a dual quarterback. Oh, like oh I understand Jackson, it. I got to be honest Cam, with you. I understand Cam the game Newton. quite well. I do. No, you know, with yeah, I, do. I do. What? I do. I do. I do understand the game quite well. And you have to have a strong defense. That's how Cam got to the Super Bowl. That's how the Ravens were one step away. If dude wouldn't have formed the ball in the one yard line, the Bengals wouldn't even be here. San Francisco 49ers averaged 27 points per game this year. What? And they averaged oh. more points per game with Brock Purdy than they did any of their other quarterbacks. So my the point I'm making is, while the 49ers defense has been elite and very good, their offense hasn't been pulled around just for you know what some giggles. Can I back up? Did you say that he doesn't know anything about football, Big C? No, no. He knows a lot about football, but he's struggling the fifth when it comes to Bears. You now, said to him, he goes, I, he said to you, I know about football, and you said, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about that, look, whatever we were talking about. But a while ago, he pretty much blew it in football, but he gets over the head trying to do the media stuff, I guess for the ratings. Media spend. But I'm t- He'll spin it around. But I'm talking about right, the race. I, I, I can honestly run. tell you, Big C. Call I, back tomorrow. We'll I'm, do another I'm, installment. I'm not, I'm not, when it comes to talking football, I'm not playing a role. Big C needs a, a new, an open. Can we get a, a, yeah. an open for Big C? And by the way, I want uh, the 49ers. I, like, I want to see the 49ers represent the NFC. I like the 49ers. You know that the 49ers, to me, is watching them play offense is football pornography. Oh, it is porn. Yes. Big C is something. All right, we'll check in with Carm. How did it go in the... Speaking of Big C, Big Carm coming in. <laughs> big Carm's coming in hot after something else came in hot today. Whoa! Yeah, uh, and then uh, we got to get to the uh, announcer conversation as well. We got a lot of fun going on today. This should be illegal. It's Waddle and Sylvie. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. See someone in the uh, Twitch chats asking, will there be a uh, big game pregame? Hey, what? Big game pregame. Remember the last couple of years we've gone to Twitch, oh, our yeah. friends in the Twitch chat. Uh, we've gone to Twitch before the big game, and uh, we've done our own pregame on Twitch, exclusive, not on radio, exclusive uh, Twitch. Is like that happening this year? I believe it is nearly finalized. Okay. I believe it is a nearly done deal. So the answer to the question is it's nearly it, yes. It's a firm maybe firm at this maybe. point. It's 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 probably a probably. It's probably a probably. I like that. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So someone else also says Big C is the Al Bundy of um, ESPN 1000. Listen, I want everyone. To, I love Big C. He calls all the time. He's interactive. He's involved in our show. We don't see eye to eye on everything, but he participates he's a willing participate uh, participant on the waddle and sylvie show right and boy and uh, uh i'll tell you this uh see red fred is getting spanked oh, yeah. on twitter um well he j- it sounds like the the bulls have broken him yes to uh, the point where now he's just 
Like he's now just mumbling. This, this is what someone tweeted. See, Red Fred sounds defeated. You yeah. know the Bulls are in franchise hell yeah. when Fred sounds defeated. Yeah. Um, Anthony says, see, Red Fred once again showing his cluelessness on Waddle and Sylvie. Listen, I love C. Red Fred as well. We don't see eye to eye with him all the time. He's he's a great guy and he's interactive. He's also a willing participant on the show. Yeah, and then uh, someone else tweeted, Red Leviathan! And with a couple of laughing, crying emojis saying, I'm dead. Like how funny it was. Parrots aren't, I mean. It's a good good sound effect. It's it's one of your your best ones. I don't have a whole repertoire of them. There's very few that I'm able to to replicate. But let's bring in uh, Carmen DeFalco. Oh, here he is, fresh out of the colonoscopy clinic. Um, Doctor yeah, Boom Boom. And we did a, a we did a, a FaceTime video with him earlier. We did. How yeah. you feeling? I feel great. There's uh, you know now that it's all said and done. Uh, the procedure itself, like you guys said, is nothing. It's uh, the prep is not fun. No, uh, there's no not. way to sugarcoat it. Do you feel um, you feel like you would be capable to have a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich? Uh, yeah, I could yeah. have a steak sandwich, a Bloody Mary and a steak sandwich. Yeah. I think I could. They said avoid fatty foods and like spicy foods for the rest of the day, so I won't have a couple of steak sandwiches. But I mean, I've got like the appetite. I I couldn't wait to eat when I got up, and I was like, yes, let's go. Time to grab a little food and. Uh, you're not going to get my booze on for one more night? No, we'll do that come tomorrow. on. Come on. <laughs> no. That's no, just no, like, no. Carm, that, that, it, okay, uh, you know what? I'm not going to, you follow Be your doctor's advice. I, follow yes. I just doctor's look at, I'm just going to say, I look at it almost like the expiration date on some food. Like, basically, it says <laughs> to eat after <laughs> January 25th, but you know you could push that to the 27th, 28th. Listen, I follow uh, the doctor's orders. Dr. Frasca said no no bourbon for tonight, and I said it's not a problem. Dr. Doc, who? Uh, Dr. Rosen? Do- Doc, Dr. Dr. Rosen? Dr. Rosen <laughs> Dr. Rosen Rosen. Uh, Dr. Frasca said no whiskey. Uh, I said I'm sick. I said what about like 11 a.m. tomorrow when we're at the Pride stores and we've got our whistle pick for a single barrel in front of us? He said yes. Then that's fine. Of so I'll wait till tomorrow before Yerk and I uh, start the show and we bust out the whistle pick at the Pride stores at 93 octane tomorrow. So, but you guys were right. I mean, it was you know you get a little peace of mind. Uh, Doc said uh, I got the colon of a 19 year old, uh, strong like bulls, so that's good. You yeah, know, excellent. Uh, they took. Took a little polyp out. He, he did say, he goes, yeah, we took a little polyp out. We'll send it out just to be sure, but yeah. uh, nothing concerning. I and had the same and, thing, all good. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, I'll see you in five years. You know, it's a piece of cake. It's the, like, all right. The good kid was selling that you were concerned about something with regard to elasticity. Is that true? I was. Or was that I, asked, I, I know I was. I asked your cook the other day. I said, I go, hey, when, when I get out. I said, is it going to feel weird? And he looked at me and said, what's the matter with you? He said, no, it's not going to feel weird. He goes, you know how small that camera is? And he goes, you ever look down in the toilet and see, how did that just come out of me? He goes, it's three times the size of anything they're going to stick up there. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good point. You made me feel better here. He goes, what's the matter with you? Are you stupid? It is, that is one of the dumber questions I think I've ever heard regarding your When you're yeah, well, telling yeah. you what's the matter with you, yeah. then you yeah. know there's something wrong with you. Elasticity yeah. was a was a concern. <laughs> yeah, it was why I don't know. I listen, I was just wondering. I've never had, you know, I were concerned I, 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 you weren't going to have a solid bowel movement for t- some time to come, huh? Is that what it was? Yeah, like I don't know. I was a little bit of that. Like, you know, what's the fr- I haven't even gone to the bathroom 
stints. I mean, how could I? You're it's cleaned, cleaned, yeah, you're out. cleaned out. Yeah. yeah, you're cleaned out. So, like, I, you know, I, I'm a little bit, like, kind of anxiously awaiting, like, what the first one's like. But uh, it uh, it was easy peasy. All, when it's all said and done, it really is kind of easy peasy. Like, the, night, the, 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 the stuff at night stunk. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're up a lot. The worst part. You know, it's, it, it just, yeah, it's the worst part. It gets to be at some point you're like, enough already. How could there still be more in there? I mean, it's kind of crazy. But well, let's, uh, other than that, it was easy. Let's get down to the brass tacks. How was that anesthesia? Well, yeah, and uh, they, uh, they they had jokes. Uh, they were they were listening yesterday. They were like, uh, Sylvie likes to try to get to three, huh? Like, good luck. And I, I think I maybe got to seven, like I said. Whoa, I, look at you I, holding I, out. And I don't need Sylvia might not have even been that. I, I literally thought of it as I was about to go out. I'm like, all right, Sylvie says, let's see, how far can I get? I'm like, 10. I, I definitely got to nine. And I thought, maybe did I say eight? And the next thing I know, I'm waking up in the room and the doctor's like, hey, how you feel? I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Done already, huh? And it's like, that's it, man. That, uh, that sleep is something. You talk about just out cold. It is, wow. It is amazing. Fantastic, isn't it? Like, rested. You do. You feel it was the procedure was 29 minutes. I looked on the report. 29 minutes. You could have told me it was four hours. It's weird. You could have told me it was 30 seconds, but I felt like I slept for four hours. Yes. That's That's the weird thing about it. Yes, exactly. You know, like, it's crazy. That's what I love about I, I, it. Listen, it sounds yeah. like to me that you know a nice small glass of whiskey wouldn't do you any harm no, tonight. Um, Are you I'm thinking about coming right. to the party and not drinking? No, you sound good. no, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's uh, I'm not going to head all the way. Down. He, he's he's being Fred out, out there. He's he'd be out there bowling. Next thing you know, he'd poop in his shorts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good point. We don't need any of that, just in case. I'm staying at the home base tonight. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm uh, I'm listening to you guys. I'm rewatching. Uh, what week was it? Week thirteen, Chiefs and uh, Bengals. I'm rewatching that game now. <laughs> You're a Getting nerd. ready for Sunday. I am a nerd. I'm a football nerd. I know. Do you have a play football for nerd. everybody out there? Or? I'm working on it, and that's why I'm rewatching the game. I always like to rewatch just to see. Um, I'm, you know, we'll have some best plays tomorrow. Mike and I will tape odds a couple in the morning. Um, I was really hoping at some point that that KC would get to that, you know, plus three number. Yeah, that never happened. It, the it's, number is moving. It's going the other way. Well, it's going towards. Well, now they're back to being a fit. Last time I looked earlier today, they're back to being the favorite. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, because Mahomes is practicing, although I just, I can't imagine, guys, like what that's going to look like. The more I think about it, like what we were saying, I think we maybe brought it up during, I can't remember if it was on Hinge yesterday or regular crosstalk. That's like a four-week injury, you guys. Yeah. It's like if it was the regular season, it's a four, he's missing three or four games. And now he's got to play on Championship Sunday. Like, I just I don't know what to expect or what he's going to look like. The more you watch Joe Burrow, especially when you start watching the L22, you're like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just, they're just so a I don't really, know. I don't know. Really, no plays yet. But. They're a really good football team. Like, their two backs are, are good. Mixon and P. Ryan are good. <laughs> yeah. Their receivers are good. Like, the game plan's good. He is able to help, you know, help his offensive line with how he plays the quarterback position, but it's still uh, Chiefs minus one right now. Yeah, Chiefs are back to being the favorite, yeah. But no, I mean they, they're both they're both great. It would be awesome if they were both totally healthy. Obviously, yeah. last two seasons, this is one thing I did find. Is just going through numbers too. Last since the start of last year, they're both the two of them, Burrow and Mahomes, one and two, 
in quarterback rating and uh, EPA per play. Uh, Burrow's actually one in quarterback rating. Mahomes is two. Mahomes is one in EPA per play. Uh, Burrow is two. Number one and number two over the last 37 games. If so I 30, could, yeah, 37 I was going to say, if I could give you guys a choice between, games, excuse me. between what Patrick Mahomes has in his offensive huddle with regard to weapons and what Joe Burrow has, including backs and tight ends, where would you go? If you Ooh, are, if, end, if, if you have a choice, oh, I'm going uh, Cincinnati. KC. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati. Excuse me. I think Cincinnati. I think I'd rather have Higgins and I think I'd rather have Higgins and Chase and yes. either Tyler Boyd. Yeah, and the two even, running backs. Yes. and even Hayden though, Hurst. Even though Kelsey makes that like when you throw in the tight end, man. I mean, Kelsey makes he might that makes it interesting because like two good running backs though. I, I, both, yeah. both teams have good I, running backs. I think Cincinnati. I think I'd rather have I was interested to see Kadarius Tony play in the role that he played in yeah. their playoff game. But that's what makes this fun. Like, these two quarterbacks are great, and they've got a lot of talent inside their huddles. Yeah, they're great. It should be fun. All right, yeah. good stuff, Carm. Thanks for All sharing boys, with yes. us. Yes. You, you got it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go yeah. get your colonoscopy, man. That's uh, men and women. Men yeah, and I mean, women, like, yes. it, it's important to get it. That's the biggest thing. We've joked about it the last couple of days, but that's the bottom line here. Um, don't be scared of it. And you catch it early, that is a good thing. Don't be scared of what you could catch because if you catch it, that's the main thing. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, uh, we got to get into a couple of things. Today's the anniversary of the Bears Super Bowl. Is it uh, still a day of celebration or is it a mockery that we're still celebrating something 37 years ago? We got to talk about announcers. You want to weigh in? We've had a fun day on the phones. 312 332 3776. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Did you see the news from the ESPN Cowboys? Did not. Uh, this is from Ed Werder, covers the team. Uh, Mike McCarthy, you know, met the media today. Uh, Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy declined several opportunities in his season-ending news conference to commit to offensive coordinator Kellen Moore returning if he's not hired elsewhere. The two spoke briefly today. McCarthy, quote, Kellen Moore, like the rest of our coaches, will be evaluated. Why would you hire Kellen Moore to be a head, or if he's he's being interviewed as a head coach and the Cowboys don't even want him as an offensive coordinator? I heard Marcus Spears on on your favorite show say a couple of days ago yeah. he thinks that Kellen Moore is getting an enormous pass from a lot of people that everyone focuses on right. Mike McCarthy. That's what everyone but says. Doesn't right. look at what Kellen Moore is doing to try to bring Dak along. Well, well that that that's what like. A lot of people who defend Mike McCarthy say when things go well for the Cowboys, it's Dan Quinn's a great defensive coordinator and how good Kellen Moore is as an offensive coordinator. When things go badly for the Cowboys, it's how bad Mike McCarthy is as a head coach. Right. So it sounds like Kellen Moore could be on his way out. Interesting. Look, Uh, Dak has not taken that step, that next step. No, I know. And I would think that. That's why I thought 
That's why I thought that Sean Payton was a really legitimate, you know, move for them. Because if anybody that's out there can get Dak Prescott over the hump and get him into that category that everyone thinks he can get into, Sean Payton would be that guy, you would think. Right. So, don't know. Uh, Himbo, not Hembo, but Himbo in the Southwest Burbs. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Himbo? What's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I was just going to throw this out there. You know, for, as a Bear fan, should, I think it's bad. The further the 49ers go, the worse it is for the Chicago Bears because the further the 49ers win this weekend – and uh, even if Brock Purdy goes on to the Super Bowl and he, let's say he becomes even an MVP or he just plays well, how many teams is that going to deter from wanting to jump in and grab one of these top two quarterbacks thinking that, hey, we can build our line instead and draft ourselves the next Brock Purdy in the fourth round, and that's going to devalue the the trade value of the Bears' tops pick. I was just curious as to what you guys thought of that. Well, you remember, though, Himbo, they, they got to the – to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as well. I think people felt good about Jimmy, but I don't think anyone felt over the top about Jimmy. But look, he he's right. This is a game of, you know, a league of followers. A lot of people play follow the leader. Maybe they but whether it's the 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 New York Giants or it's the San Francisco 49ers, um Obviously, the 49ers have gotten further than the Giants. The Giants have done it with Daniel Jones, not an elite quarterback, but with excellent coaching and bringing somebody along. If you look at the 49ers, you have to look at them as an anomaly in this conversation because they've got so much talent in different spots. And how many coaches could have done this other than Shanahan? Not many. Not many. Uh, if any. I, I mean, right, like, right. Look, you've got Brandon Ayuk, who has, uh, who has developed very well. Debo Samuel is a... Is a blue chipper and then some. Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. You've got Trent Williams as your left tackle. You've got the best fullback in the game as well. Like, that cupboard is full. But it's another example, too, that you should still continue to draft quarterbacks. Absolutely. And I don't mean to belittle what Brock Purdy's done. He's done a fabulous job. Because he got a lot of reps at Iowa State. He did. He was a four-year starter, So, So, like, that's another good, it's another practical a uh, lesson for yeah. all general managers. No like question. If there's one out there late, and you like him because he's gotten a lot of uh, valuable reps in college and was productive, go I, grab him. I, yeah, I don't think that that will change the landscape for everybody. It's not going to make the 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 Houston Texans or the Indianapolis Colts all of a sudden to change philosophy. You know, that, oh, well, look, the 49ers did it with Brock Purdy. Why can't we do it with the last pick of the NFL draft? Well, because your roster doesn't look like what the 49ers roster looks like. Right. Or your coaching staff Where isn't as Skyler good Tyler Thompson as... drafted? Good question. I'm not 100% sure. Because he went into the postseason as a rookie, too, and produced. Like, again, like in the right system, if you're coached right, it's development. Development, too, in the right system. So Sky, He was He's seventh seventh round round guy. Like, yeah. two, two guys who were drafted in the seventh round. Like, don't take your eye, even if you think you have one. It's, it's the old lesson that uh, the Packers used to do all the time. Ron Wolf, right? Yeah. Ron Wolf used to say, always draft them, no matter who you have. Keep drafting them. I think it's a good lesson for Ryan Paul. No question. 312-332-3776. Is the 85 Bears, I know it's a blessing. 
I know that. And well, and, and for people in my age group, it will always be a blessing. But is it also a curse? And we'll expand on that coming up next.